Welcome to our number two on Affairs Day on Hashtag Daily K with your host, Peter Bint. How much do you know about K-food? How much hanshik have you eaten? We invite you into the world of Korean food, of course, including the history and culture of it. We'll introduce trendy foods and famous restaurants on Dish of the Day with Chef Ryan. It is a Thursday. What should you eat on the weekend coming up? Maybe that is getting you stressed out. Perhaps today's topic will give you some inspiration. Even if it doesn't, it will surely make you hungry. Ryan's in with us wearing his black, super cool chef's apron thingy, my Bobby. Uh, I yeah. love that. Yeah, I'd, I'd cheat, you know, wearing the black. But yeah, I'm, I'm it doesn't get as dirty, does yeah, it? Yeah, I'm often around smokers <laughs> and uh, the, you know, reaching into the back of a of a giant, you know, smoker to yeah. get turkeys out or whatever. Uh, your chef whites, they get stained forever. They're know? not going to yeah. stay clean for long, are they? That's yeah, right. it doesn't right. make much sense. Do many people like go for blacks? Are there like the whole remit of colors? Because you know. Back in the day, tennis used to only be played in white clothes, but now <laughs> tennis players wear any colour. Is yeah, it the same true. with chef whites? Do you get chef oranges and blues? And... Oh, <laughs> I've seen them, but not too often. You okay. know, uh, it's really supposed to be white. You know, the students, the culinary students, they always have to wear white because it, it's about you know being proving mm. cleanliness. Right? Ah, yeah, yeah. fingernails true. super short. You know, hair tied back. Um, you know, and, and, and white. That's to inspire, yeah. I suppose, confidence in the customers that they can trust what's being eaten, right? Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. Uh, today's hashtag, I wonder how you feel about history, hashtag Yoksa. Mm-hmm. It's kind of split our listeners, some saying it was one of their least favourite subjects and hence they know nothing about their country's history and others saying they really used to love all the stories and stuff, like maybe about gruesome kings and queens and punishments and things like this yeah yeah where do you fall on that you probably already i've gotten into history more because i keep getting invited onto this show in Korea called naked history where uh-huh. they kind of unpeel the curtain oh, that's and cool take a peek behind so i've got into like lots of i don't know british history painful history of colonization and stuff like this sure, even sure, slavery sure. so i've had my eyes open and been shocked at how terrible some of our history is, to be honest. But it's got did, me interested. Did you have good history teachers or professors growing up? When I was about 14, I had an amazing history teacher. So I was there even thinking go. of studying at university right. at that time. But as soon as we got the next history teacher, I was like, no, <laughs> no. Yeah, I think that's really what it's about. I bet the folks listening, you say they're they're divided. Mm. I bet the folks that don't dig it never <laughs> had a really good uh, history teacher. Yeah. You know, I, I can remember remember specifically a few uh growing up in, in high school and then in, in university mm. that just they did such a good job of of telling it like a story yes where everything links and and carries forward and it it made it so much easier for me to remember yeah and i would end up having dreams <laughs> Um, like I am a conquistador arriving at um, at what what modern day Mexico City and oh, seeing wow. the lake coming up over the mountain, seeing the lake and the, it looked like a city of gold. I mean, that's kind of stuff. I just I really love history because of those. I think 
mainly because of those professors or teachers. That's amazing. That shows how good they were at telling the stories. You can retell it like that. That's unbelievable. Oh, man. I it, love that stuff. And is, when it, is that what the City of Gold was like? Because I've heard of like Legends of City of Gold. That's linked to it. So, oh. so supposedly they got up over the mountain and, and Mexico City was a, a giant lake, uh-huh. right? And uh, and the city was in the water, oh, wow. so you could get around by boat all uh-huh. over the place, and and uh, all the buildings were white stucco, uh-huh. and the sun was setting, uh-huh. and so it looked like so they oh, thought wow. they found the city because they were looking for gold, sure. right? I mean, that was the whole funding of the of the expeditions. <laughs> yes, you know? that's so, yeah. interesting, isn't it? The way you t- you should be a history teacher as well, right? I, love it. I oh. think food history is like a thing yeah. that we we do a little bit on this as well. Dish of the day, I love. taking a little dive into how things were eaten in the past. I got some history for you today. Oh, okie dokie. Aaron was getting on board with the history hashtag saying, with it being the hashtag history, I have to say, I love looking back, but we can forget sometimes the legacies that we leave behind. Yeah, and I guess each country, when they teach history in schools, is from their point of view, right? Their chosen point of view. So it's always good to go and do your own research and stuff. Uh, just to get a full picture. Breaker saying, I bet Chef Ryan knows a lot about food history. He does indeed. That's why you are our Thursday guest. What are we talking about today, Ryan? <laughs> oh, baby. This one everybody's going to love. You know, last, year we, or last week we tortured you a little bit talking about radishes all, all morning. <laughs> But uh, actually, that pickled radish, you kind of got to have it with this uh, topic today. Um, this is the fried chicken of Korea. Wow. And more specifically... We want to focus on kind of the old school market fried chicken. Oh, like the shijang tak, maybe. Exactly. The shijang tong tak. Or, wow. Or, uh, I mean, are you a fan of this? Yeah, we got a photo of it just to show Let's you, just like to preview. This is how it used to be done and is still done. It's still done that way, not used to. Yeah. This is everywhere in Korea. <laughs> All the markets, you know, traditional markets you go to, there's one or two or three or five vendors doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a wet batter instead of a dry anyway we're going to get into all the details today but it is so delicious and the point is and here like the old school way is just whole right the whole yeah. thing kind of thrown in there yeah and some places some places yeah. will cut it up for you in the bag or whatever but some places sure. will just give it to you like t h e r e s a whole fried chicken i've seen them naked fried hold too uh-huh. um the first time i ever went what's naked Korean fried friends, no batter oh. just like just drop a chicken okay. in, in hot oil yeah um first time i ever went Uh, down in Suwon with some Korean friends. They were like real purists. Mm. And they made me have the, the, the naked one. Ooh. And uh, everybody else in the restaurant, I'm looking around, they're all having this crispy, <laughs> you know, batter dipped and then sauces. And I'm like, can we try that? And like, no, this is the real one. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, later I snuck back in by myself and I tried all the other ones too. Yeah, the, the fried with the batter is delicious. But there is still, you know, if you don't compare it to that, the naked one's good as well, right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, one of the, one of the most beautiful things about being in Korea is the freshness mm. of the ingredients. You know, things don't, Things don't have to travel quite as far as in, in some other countries. So when I go buy my chickens, those chickens, they, they, they uh, were slaughtered probably just within 12 hours. Oh, wow. Time. 
Yeah. Really? That yeah. soon? Yeah. So, you know, never frozen. Do not buy frozen chicken. <laughs> uh, Maybe dark meat if you're in a pinch and you mm-hmm. really, you know, it's really cheap or something. Uh, dark meat maybe, but definitely never buy frozen chicken breast. It, it loses all of its moisture. Mm. Uh, the cell walls break uh, when those ice crystals form oh. or pop. And then as it falls out, all the moisture just comes right out. Okay. So you end up with a hockey puck of chicken if you cook it after that. So there are some things that we said are not too bad frozen, but chicken is not one of them. I just hate uh, to... to use that mm. in any way yeah. and we can get yeah. fresh chicken here all year round it's easy peasy. so beautiful yes um and i and i love you know cooking it just right for people that have never had that experience you know chicken is so often neglected right it's just like man it's chicken right yeah uh but uh but when it's done properly you know with some rosemary some thyme some garlic some some black pepper and a little lemon lemon zest. Always when you season your chicken, let it sit for at least thirty minutes mm. um, before you start to cook it. You let those flavors get in there. Chicken, it seems, with the reaction on the YouTube live stream, is universally loved as we expected. Right, people from Malaysia, New Zealand, Indonesia, America saying, "Oh, this topic." They're all on board with it. Fried chicken in particular, right? Oh, yeah. That's what we're looking at today. Yeah. It's a popular dish in the States, right? Down south, Uh, especially. Unbelievably, yes. That's Uh what I grew up with. You know, we'd often do family picnics, get a bucket of fried chicken and Uh go sit in the park. Just go and Uh, buy it from your local, local, like, fast food vendor or something. Exactly. Uh Yeah, yeah. Uh, That real popular old guy with a goatee. (laughs) Uh, The Kentucky version, which Noor is saying... KFC is Korean fried chicken, right? <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. have seen it marketed that way as well these days. Well, guess how many chickens are slaughtered every year globally? Not just for fried chicken. Yeah, don't look at your shoe. Okay. I think I put it on there. Not just for fried chicken. Yeah. It must be like, what, there's billions of people. I wouldn't say a, a chicken per person. That's a bit over the top, isn't it? Maybe, maybe 500 million. Try adding... A few zeros. Oh, really? It's 50 billion. We have that many chickens. A year. Oh, my goodness. In America alone, 22 million per day. A day are yeah. slaughtered for, yeah. for eating in various for eating. guises, right? For eating. But yeah. Not just fried. Maybe some are fed to, to like alligators. In <laughs> <the zoo. I laughs> I've know. seen that, yes. Yeah, right? <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, 50 billion a year. Wow. Uh, America and Australia are up there in the top for, for most consumed per capita. Oh, really? Yeah. But uh-huh. Korea takes the cake with number of fried chicken restaurants oh, really? per capita. There are <laughs> over 36,000 fried chicken restaurants. Wow. In South Korea. That is amazing. 36,000. I was going to say, I, th- I thought Sorry. maybe Korea might be up there with per capita consumption. But aside from fried chicken, there aren't too many dishes. Well, we've talked about samgyetang and there are a few other ways to have it. But there aren't like such a wide range of different chicken dishes like you might get in the UK or the States or something like that. That's amazing. 36,000 in this small country. And you know, my kids, whenever we say, what do you want to eat? That's their number one. They want chicken. That's that's one fried chicken restaurant uh-huh. for every 1,400 people. 
You've each got your country. own one. <laughs> in this country. That's amazing. That's amazing. And that's why yeah. we've chosen it as a topic today. We'll get so good. into it. Uh, ask us any questions about Korean fried chicken, KFC. Welcome to Arirang Radio. If you are in Jeju... 88.7 in Jeju City. 88.1 in Seogipu City. 101.9 in the Daejeong area. We are back for part two today. Dish of the day with Chef Ryan talking about chicken. And in particular, if you say chicken actually in Korean, chicken, you mm. are talking almost 99% of the time of fried chicken. Right. Like, because tak is the Korean word for actual chicken. Do you right? know why that might be? I wonder. Well, traditionally, Koreans do not fry chicken. Oh. Right? It yes. would be steamed, mm-hmm. maybe boiled. Yeah. Or, yeah. Um, but during the Korean War, mm-hmm. all those Westerners over here were like, hey, <laughs> let's fry some chickens. Absolutely. And, uh, and that's, where it, that's where it started from. Or that's the stories I've heard. And, anyway. and we haven't looked back, really. And yeah, the, the history isn't that long. I'm sure they must have been frying chicken in the States way before that, right? Absolutely, yeah. Um, but we were using more flour because uh-huh. we had so much wheat, right? Okay. And here... Um, potato starch is a huge part of it. Mm. Um, egg, the wet batter again, yeah. right? You see, back in the West, normally we're in, in other parts of the world, you dredge it. That uh, that term, um, kind of like fish and chips, sure. right? So you'll season your chicken with salt and pepper. Then you'll maybe get a little bit of flour on that. Uh, so that it'll grab the egg milk mixture, mm. right? Or buttermilk and yes. egg mixture, right? And, and you might have some other spices in there. It actually, you might even let it sit in that buttermilk overnight uh-huh. with other herbs and spices. Okay. Then you get your dry mix on there, which is flour, maybe a little bit of cornstarch. Oh, on the outside. And, and spices. Okay. And and so it's it's got that dry flour and then dropped into the fryer. Uh-huh. Right? Um here in Korea, uh, it's it's a lot faster. It's a lot simpler. <laughs> Go figure, you know, uh, streamlined. But you've just got a bunch of wet batter made up. Yeah, and you've got uh, a, a lot of potato starch. You know, we don't we don't have as much corn in this country as, mm-hmm. as back in the West. So a lot of our starch here is is or cheaper starch would be potato starch. Uh, and then another interesting ingredient that I recently learned is is roasted soybean powder. Oh, so you saw that picture we put up earlier? Um, how golden it was? Yeah, it looks amazing. Um, that was because of the. Uh, the roasted, also the richness of the eggs here. The uh-huh. egg yolks in Korea are so orange, okay. you know, <laughs> yeah. um, deep color, and then also the um, the roasted soybean powder. So the same soybean that you use for doenjang or, or soybean paste, oh, um, or the um, edamame you might yeah. get at a at a sushi restaurant. Uh, that's dried, roasted, ground into powder. Is that what, like konkaru? Konkaru. But roasted konkaru. Oh, wow. In there, right? It adds some nuttiness to it and then um, a little more gosoe, a little more savory. And then you just put that in in the wet batter. Wet batter. And fry it straight away. Eggs, water, 
uh, a little bit of baking soda mm-hmm. uh, for that puff, right? Because yeah. baking soda releases gases when it gets hot. Mm-hmm. Um, Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, and salt and pepper. Um, and you're not it. usually sitting that chicken overnight, like you said, and then there's no dry no, stuff. No, on no, no. You, you dip it, and it is pretty wet. It doesn't look very thick. If, you, if we put that picture up again here, I'll, I'll show you. Um, or maybe go to the one on the farm. The farm picture, if we yeah. can get that. Okay, I saw that I, earlier, and that made me so hungry. I had a really, a really... Can we zoom in a little bit on that one? Is that possible? So those are full yeah. chickens done in... The, oh, a big kamasot as well, yeah. no? Like a big traditional Korean when, pot. When you go to the traditional markets in mm. Korea and, and look for this... They, well, used to. I think maybe new city regulations, they had to change it. You uh-huh. know? And it's probably a good idea for safety. Yeah. But when I first got here and would go look for, for this, for Shijang Tongdak, um, the kamasot or the giant fryer was outside the restaurant on the street. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they would have a little awning in case it starts raining because you uh-huh. don't want rain in your hot oil. No. That's a little dangerous. <laughs> um, but it was just so cool. I mean, they've got multiple these fryers going and that oil is really hot this is important guys if you want to fry chicken like this you got to get that oil up to like at least 170 uh centigrade wow but uh a lot of places you know they they take it you know past the the low smoking point all the way up to like 184 i've seen here um then it's definitely smoking that oil is not going to last very long you're gonna have to change it out pretty pretty soon Uh um but that's how you get that super crispy pasak pasak uh, That's what fried chicken. Korean fried chicken is all about, right? It Being really proper is. crunchy. Yeah, and twice fried. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they'll they'll fry them to where they're just barely done, and then they'll stack them. Uh, so when you come by to get one yeah. on your way home, you know, from work, and take it to the family, mm-hmm. right? Um, then uh, then you can they can just drop it, and it doesn't take a full eight or nine minutes. Uh-huh. It'll be ready in just you know two or three. Yeah, so you might see them stacked up and think, oh, I want a fresh one. But no, they're going to fry that again for you, right? right? And then it's baking hot as well. And as Ryan said, it's kind of like fish and chips in the UK where your parents will pick it up on the way home a lot of the time. Not so much these days because everyone delivers via the apps, you know, so yeah, it's so even convenient. Yeah, on, on Korean TV and the dramas, you mm. see that often, you know, the, yeah. the character will pick up fried chicken on the way home and the yeah. kids are so happy when yeah. they get there with the fried chicken. It's amazing. Yeah. It is definitely in our household the number one delivery food wanted by my son and daughter. I, I did a little research and found uh-huh. that it more than doubles that market of pizza. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And and actually, if you take all the pizza market and the hamburger market combined, <laughs> fried chicken is still more than twice that Wow, in Korea. So it must be hands down, I think, number one <laughs> for delivery, even more than like Chinese food and stuff like that. I'm guessing. Yeah. yeah I it, think so. Pro- probably. Probably. Yeah. And mostly on Fridays and Saturdays, mm-hmm. for some reason, uh, like 75% of chicken, uh, fried chicken deliveries are done on Fridays and Saturdays. Wow. Um, We've got the World Cup coming up. It's going to be huge for chicken. Oh, those delivery drivers are going to be busy. You super busy. We haven't even scratched our messages from our uh, listeners. Tigerish saying, chicken, if you're talking about beer though together, that's a bit iffy from my point of view. I wonder if you mean like the chicken and beer, like the way we eat and drink it together here. Like that's a complete combination. And I must say, yeah, in the UK, 
Not so much. Like, fried chicken was more the fast food thing. You'd have it with Coke or lemonade or something. Right. Yeah, I didn't grow up. Uh, or It's not a thing in, in America either, I yeah. suppose. But here, you know, you need something to cut that fat. You <laughs> yes. Know? You need, and cola works. The, the uh, radish pickle, that mm-hmm. helps too. It's kind of like the coleslaw to the barbecue. Yeah. Um, just to balance that out. Yeah. It's, it's good. You've got to try it once, Tigrish. And if you're talking about beer in the batter... I think that certainly works with fish and chips. I'm not sure about chicken with beer batter, though. It surely would, but uh, but beer batter is is great for fish because it's it's cooks really fast. Uh-huh. You know, as that alcohol evaporates and those bubbles expand, yeah, uh, you're getting really thin layers for that. Mm. That and, and if you're with chicken, you got to fry it longer, so it might not okay. work as well. Uh, Marilyn Wells says. Oh, looks delicious. I want some now. Would that not be difficult for timing so it is all cooked? How do you manage not to overcook? Uh, she's talking about the whole chicken. Yes. And and there is something, not everybody does this, but I've seen uh, a lot of, uh, of the markets. They'll take scissors or a knife mm-hmm. and they'll cut... Uh, around the breast and wing, yeah, into that thicker part of the uh, breast, yes, uh, and then also down at the leg and thigh to help even out the cooking time. Mm. Yeah, I think it's real. I think it's really just to speed it up so they can fry more and make more money. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and uh, I think it was Marilyn as well was saying how much oil is in that big pot? Then that must take a Man, lot. I don't know what is going on, but oil the that soybean oil and the prices are through the roof right uh. now. That is a hundred and thirty dollars worth of oil in that thing. Oh my goodness! One eighteen liter can these days is about seventy five bucks wow and it was one and a half cans in there so yeah. in that huge pot yeah you yeah. don't you don't have to do it like that obviously but that was ryan doing an event with multiple fried chickens right on the farm Be- yes that was a full circle moment man uh-huh. uh you know are you familiar with american pbs the channel yes yeah yeah oh was that that recent thing you did for them man when i was four years old i would watch shows like the frugal gourmet or uh i mean that i'd force my family to help me cook these things even at that young age yeah man i was so food driven i was very food motivated i was a chubby little kid (laughs) and uh and i just wanted to eat everything and i just loved it so much and then yes uh the day before yesterday we filmed a pbs cooking show on the farm that's amazing fried chicken for a korean whole fried chicken we got a little overlap today i couldn't that's perfect yeah no we love it we want you to do what you're doing right now it was too too cool we also did bulgogi for the show and there's some other chefs around korea that are going to do some other things like kimchi fried rice for the episode did they like it Oh, absolutely. It was, yeah. it was a great team. They had just flown over. I don't know how they put up with the jet lag and trying to do all that stuff. We had decent weather that day. So That's perfect. Too cool. They're not going to find many people like you with a farm cooking that outdoors. Uh, let's get to one picture before we get to a song break, Ryan. In terms of what we're looking at here, looks very different. Uh, this is still so fried good. chicken, right? Yes, yes. So, what do you call this? Is this the yang yum? That's right. Tong duck or yang yum tuck? Uh, Not tong duck, but the pieces. Okay, tong would mean the whole thing, right? Right, okay. right. So, um, 
we it's harder to to toss a whole chicken in sauce <laughs> but uh but when you're cut into pieces and these are pieces on the bone traditionally in mm-hmm. korea they just uh that surprised me when i first got here the way a- asian folks you know korea china too they'll just hack right through yes. all the bones you know <laughs> throw it all in there uh-huh. um but man this stuff comes out so good uh, i got a quick rest do we have time for the quick recipe absolutely okay all right, so if you've got uh, you got your fried chicken, it's super crispy. Mm-hmm. You're gonna toss it in this sauce. Check After it out. it's been deep fried. After right. it's been deep fried, it's, it's mad, mad crispy. You got that oil really hot, and then as soon as it comes out, you want to have another wok or something ready. Mm. And get this sauce in there and toss the chicken in this sauce. Oh. You need a rice syrup. And kind of a ridiculous amount of rice syrup. <laughs> it's quite sweet. It is sweet. Yeah. You also need chopped garlic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Plenty of garlic. You also need soy sauce. Go easy on that at first because that's your salt, mm-hmm. right? You don't want to overdo that. Most folks will add sugar as well, <laughs> making it even sweeter. Uh, then a little bit of water to thin it all out. Uh-huh. Give it a little taste. Heat that up. Sometimes people add a little bit of uh, sesame seed powder yeah. too. Um, but heat that up really hot. Throw that fried chicken in there. Toss it. Get it to cover all the chicken. And then garnish with some some chives. Or here we've got some garlic chives and chives from the farm and some sesame seeds. And I don't know if I missed it. What's giving it the red color? The... Oh, I'm sorry. I Shame on me. No, yeah, no gochujang. Gochujang. And gochukaru. Okay. Yeah, of yeah. course, of course. So the gochujang as well in itself is sweet as well as spicy, right? That's it. And it's not terribly spicy. No. You know, uh, there's plenty of varieties here that you can order that are mm. uh, with extra capsicum in there. But, uh, but this one we made up traditional style. Not super spicy. Actually, more sweet than spicy. Yeah. Um, but there's something magical about that garlic, the gochujang, the gochukaru, um, the soy, and then, yes, plenty of sugar. Yeah, yeah, that's the chili pepper paste and chili pepper flakes, those two in there. And often you'll get panban, right? You get half like this with the yang yum on it, the sauce, yeah. and then half just deep fried. Yeah, and you so go back good. and forth. You order the box, you open up the box, and there's there's two sides with yeah. and without sauce. Yeah. It's amazing oh making me hungry let's get to even more we could talk about this for weeks probably chicken is almost the national dish and like we said chicken we're talking about fried chicken in the uk if you say chicken it could mean anything roast chicken is such a big popular sunday deal uh Mm, when you have it with the family sitting down with yorkshire puddings and gravy but in korea if you're saying chicken That's what they're talking about, fried chicken. Um, Rosa from Korea says, it's in the constitution here, one chicken per person. (laughs) (laughs) Because a lot of people were saying, I think I could eat it. I'm not sure, though. And that's one thing I wanted to bring up, because in my opinion, chickens here are way smaller than in the UK. That's so true. Yeah. But there is, I think it's 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 levels of hormones that are allowed. Okay. Because I know that we don't get American turkeys here. Yeah. Because of a hormone level issue. Ah, uh-huh, I see. Or that's what they say anyway. So they're a bit more strict with that. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe it's maybe chickens aren't supposed to be that big. <laughs> maybe not. Some are grotesquely big in the British supermarkets. But you're right. Yeah. Therefore, one chicken per person is not impossible at all, even for smaller people. Totally. Totally. Yeah. I got my my chicken guy. 
my friend for 15, 16 years, and he's got all different sizes. You know, the one for the soup, the samgyetang. That's the, really small, It's right? a very small chicken. Yeah. And then the ones for frying are usually the middle size. Mm-hmm. And then there are some larger ones, you know, but those are really less common here. Yeah. My mom often wants one for a roast dinner for the family. She goes to the supermarket and she's like, they're way too small. Like, I'll have to do two chickens yeah. for the whole Christmas dinner or something. Like Cornish game hens. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, Gabby says, here in Peru, we have polo a la brasa. I don't know if you've eaten pollo, it, Ryan. Pollo. Pollo. Uh, pollo. Uh, it's a sort of rotisserie slash charcoal yeah. chicken. Super yummy. A staple food of Peruvians. Yeah. Oh, I've not heard of uh, that. I bet it's good. And I bet it's got like lime. Mm. What else would be on there? Herbs. Oh. Uh, Oh, oh, sounds good. Yeah, asado, pollo asado. We've got here some rotisserie chickens on the back of vans sometimes, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can get three for, <laughs> what is it now? Three for 20 bucks, yeah. maybe, something like that? Yeah, yeah, you might think, can I trust this? But they usually taste really good. Oh, sure, yeah. sure, sure. <laughs> uh, Nur Natasha says, sometimes you just had no choice but to buy frozen chicken. Oh. <laughs> Uh, if you if you live in the middle of the jungle, you can't go to the supermarket every day <laughs> mm. since it's so far. Yeah, you know, and dark meat. I think it's I think it's all okay. Okay. She goes on to say, um, I love all parts of chicken except the liver, gizzard, and heart. Mm. Grilled chicken, grilled sambal, chicken curry, chicken soy sauce, and chicken skewer. I, wow. How do you feel about the gizzards? Livers mm, and heart. I, I, I've never had chicken liver or heart. That sounds a bit small. The gizzards, I don't like that texture. Like It's a bit crunchy almost. Right? Really? Yeah. Oh, they're so fresh here. I love frying those things up. They're so good. With and, garlic, they're not too bad. Yeah. I've had them like that. When I lived in Brazil on the way home late nights, they were always selling chicken hearts on a skewer. There'd be wow. like 15, 20 chicken Cooked. hearts on a stick. Yeah, on a grill. Are they nice? Doused in MSG powder, no <sighs> doubt, and whatever else. But but late at night, walking home, you know, from the where we'd get out of the taxi or the yeah. bus, we'd always pick up this chicken. They were wow. so good. Is it possible to find them easily here? Chicken hearts? Yeah, in the old market. You got to get to the old market. Stop going to the big box stores, buddy. Markets, right? They're not going to be selling them there. No, you go to the old markets, and there's always a poultry guy and and uh, or poultry group, and and they've got the freshest, freshest poultry duck. Duck and chicken and and eggs and and yes, I'll buy the livers and make pate or or dirty rice when they look really, really fresh. Oh, sounds good. Let's get back to some of your photos in the script, Ryan, because we're overwhelmed with messages. Sorry, guys, but we've got to show this. This was your finished product for that PBS show, right? Yeah, Mm. man. For for this part of it, we got the Tong, uh, Shijang Tong Dok. Mm -hmm. Now, that's the wet battered. Uh, whole fried chicken. Wow. And then next to it there in the yum yum sauce is uh, of the soy and the gochujang or the red pepper paste, red pepper flakes, um, plenty of garlic and plenty of rice syrup. Brilliant. Um, So it's sweet and spicy. The first time I ever had Korean fried chicken. Mm. Um, I, I'll, I'll never forget it. Uh, I, I was amazed. I was actually, actually amazed. I was like, what is this? Oh, wow. First, the smell. I was like, that smells really good. Uh-huh. And, and there's all different kinds of sauces that mm-hmm. go on. You know, some of the basics don't have a lot of red pepper paste or red pepper there's flake. There's the kanjang one I've right. seen. The That's soy sauce say. Based, Soy yeah. and garlic yeah. and a little onion in there. Um, if you if you've never tried tossing fried chicken, you know, kind of like like wings, right? We mm. fry we fry wings like buffalo wings, and then we toss them in sauce. 
but that sauce is is full of margarine or butter. Mm. Um, these uh, are more sweet, you know. <laughs> uh, but try it out, try it out, and then definitely have something to go with it, like a cold beer or a cola mm. or a pickle or a coleslaw to balance that out. Because you will want to go to food coma territory after having things like this. Yeah, in Korea, it is all about those cubed radishes linked to last week, you know, that have been pickled, and That's you it. just like pick at those. loads of those as well yeah. like, and I, I can't have fried chicken without something like that I know nowadays. right yeah. it's yeah. weird I don't know when I was living in the UK if I felt that way about like fatty greasy food but now if I have a cream pasta I need to have some pickles with it uh, right yes yeah when I go something. back and visit mm. and, I, and I first get there I, I can't <laughs> eat a big barbecue platter yeah. but after, after three weeks <laughs> of getting used to it you know and building up my tolerance You're back then into I'm, it. I'm back into it. Yeah, Lovely. Sure. Denny is saying the size of uh, American chicken wings are about the same as Korean chicken legs. Good you, point. You do yeah. see some little ones. I saw a life hack for chicken wings the other day and I wonder if it works with buffalo wings or all of them. You get the two bones and you kind of push them in opposite directions and then they just slip out and then you just get mm. the meat inside I, I guess it depends on how they're cooked, if they're, like, super tender, I believe maybe. it. I'll try it. But I'm, I'm just a big fan of grabbing the tip of that thing and yeah. just cleaning it. Oh, really? Oh, oh yeah. Wow. Sometimes you get a bit of that, I don't know what you That's put, the like, good part, like Peter. Gris, gristle or That's something. That's the good part, Peter. Chew it up. My get kids, it in you. My kids, I'll have to say, though, they do go for the sunsau. You know, we were saying the young, young uh, fried boneless. chicken is, bo- is with the bone. And yeah. that's nice, in my opinion, as well. But a lot of kids, they like it boneless. They right. call it sunsal on the menu. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then you, it's just like chicken popcorn. Much easier. Yeah. Much easier, yeah. It makes you eat point. more, though, as well. Like a lot more. Yeah, and it probably doesn't taste quite as good. You know, less moisture not being on the bone. Um, give it a shot. You know, fry this stuff on the bone. Cut... through those bones with a good cleaver and try it out because it it is good stuff. Uh, We've got time for one or two more messages. Benny says, I must say I'm a chicken connoisseur from my end. I love fried chicken, Uh, not just from what my mum cooks, as she does do it at home, but also different fast food chains. Jollibee is a one that's popular in the Philippines. Love it every time. I've heard many Southeast Asian uh, listeners talk about that chain. In the US, are there many chains of fried chicken? It's not just the Kentucky. one or is that head and above like shoulders above the rest because here in korea like we said 3,600 restaurants. There's so many different brands and franchises. There, there are a few. There are a few. Uh-huh. And, and yeah, everybody kind of knows, you know, what's great at this place uh-huh. or what's great at that. Like Some the of biscuits them have, or yeah, something. Yeah, that's oh. what I'm thinking about, the biscuits. I miss those biscuits. Oh, <laughs> you know, even one of the popular chains that it, it also exists here in Korea, uh-huh. back in the States, they have a different menu. Oh. And here I'm like... Where's my biscuits? Where's my red beans and rice? And oh. they don't have either properly. Oh, I'm sorry, Ryan. Yeah. Well, we just focus on the chicken and beer here, don't we? Thank yeah. you so much, Ryan. Uh, those amazing photos fresh out of the camera from this past week, right? I'm hungry. That's amazing. Me too. Yeah. Have a good week. We'll see you next Thursday. Thanks, Peter. You've been listening to the Thursday segment, Dish of the Day with Chef Ryan on Hashtag Daily K. 